Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. into it let's get into it somebody gotta die the first thing you hear from big on this album is i'm sitting in the crib dreaming about lead jets and coops the way salt shoots and how to sell records like snoop the little the little, the little lob the salt the little salt no lob just a little let salt. you know i'm here now you let know. you like yo i'm here you know if you if you if, if you, you want to shoot if you, you want to you know um, yeah, yeah, it's crazy, you know, just the storytelling on it, you know, we get this whole story of the door, the doorbell rings, Which he is, has to avenge C-Rock's well, death. This is also a continuation of the warning, the whole setup is still the same, the Rockwallers, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, the, 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 Everything is leveled up, though. Everything is leveled up, it's just a continuation. Right, know? right, everything so, is leveled so up. So he's very much aware of his own narrative, you know, you gotta appreciate that. And it's crazy because even with the production of it all, um, you know, you hear the dogs, you hear the doorbell ring, you know, all of that shit is like, if you close your eyes, you can, you can really exactly. see everything that's happening. It's like fucking Scorsese or some shit with it. Um, you know, but the story is they, they, they run up the big, they let them know, listen, C-Rock got killed. We think it's Jason. We sure it's Jason. Him and Jason went out of town to hustle, right? This crazy story. They went out of town to hustle. When Jason leaves, he gets robbed. You know, I mean, when, when C-Rock leaves, Jay gets robbed. They, they feel he has something to do with it. No, they, no, what, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, Jay gets robbed. And he's, he said, no, but he says, no doubt, no question. Right. Big confirms he actually got him set up. That really happened. He really got him set up. Are you sure of this? He said, he said, no question. It might have been the ad lib. <laughs> For what? Um, and it's crazy, right? So we go through this whole, we go through this whole cinematic story of, of what happens. They get the guns, they get on the road, they get the going. And what I really liked about it was how big foreshadowed the ending. See, niggas like you do 10-year bids. Miss the nigga they want and hit innocent kids. Right. Not I, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so you think about that, like, damn, you, how many, we, we from a certain place, a certain era, right? You think about how many times we've seen innocents get caught up in the midst of emotion. the crazy shit, right? Emotion, emotion. And then the record ends. Yo, play boy. Nigga turn around holding his daughter. Right, you gotta... I mean, again, a masterful storytelling, man. But we heard the baby cry. Like we masterful. Too. We wasn't expecting that. We heard the alley. Yo, I think I hit the baby. Nobody heard. Nobody expected the daughter to be in his hand. I love how the first verse. We don't even know who we're going after. Right. We don't know who we're going after the second verse. But yeah, man, this shit is crazy. He turns around holding his daughter, and you know, we hear the we hear the body drop, and just all of it is is crazy. B, what did you rate it? Is there anything wrong with this song? Not a, is there anything is wrong there with anything this song? Is there anything wrong with this song? This is a perfect song, sorry. Yeah, yeah, somebody's got to die. It's a, it's, a, it's, a it's a perfect 10. Are, a ten. are we correct? It's a perfect 10. And that's a 10 for y'all? As we proceed, man. Hypnotize. That's a 10? I hear a lot of that's Who a 10. Who says it's a 10? Wait, hold on, let me see. Seriously, hypnotize. How many people think hypnotize is a 10? Seriously. We got hands. They said, they said it's a 10. Okay. Okay. Well, what do you think, B? I don't think this is a 10. I don't think it's a 10. I don't think it's a 10. I mean, again, it's a really good single. 
has clearly stood the test of time, right? It's a classic single now, right? Right. Right. But again, removing all the nostalgia and all that, right? When I first heard this record, right, 1997, I didn't love it. I didn't love it, right? I thought it was, again, I'm, I'm a ready to die, Biggie. Mind you, this dude's been killing mixtapes, jacking for beats. That's the big that I love, right? right? And again, not to say that I don't appreciate the singles. Big Papa was amazing. Lyrical, commercial, all of that. Great balance. This song wasn't that, right? This song felt like, right, and I'll explain it. This song felt like a, a very much a, a big and puff compromise, mm. right? And if you listen to the song, Hypnotize is a super commercial record. We hear this on radio. We hear this right. in the club all the time. Right. If you listen to the lyrics, it's wild violent. It's wild street. It's wild violent. It's wild street. You know, he's robbing dudes, killing guys, like he's threatening dudes. This is a commercial. This is his first single. Right. And then when you listen to the video, it's them on the boat. They got the Versace on, they blowing in the wind. It's a lot of contradiction, it's a lot of contradiction. So to me, it felt like a very much an artistic compromise. So while I think it's, it, I give it credit for standing the test of time, artistically, technically, it's an eight, it's an eight. Wow, an uh, eight. He says an eight, all right, so here's what I have, here's what I have in my notes. I got one person who agrees with me, okay, thanks George. It's a Thank single. I got two people, I got two people. Hold on, B, look, I got, it's a single, but it's still street. It's violent. Right. It's violent. So it's, it's violent. a single, it's glossy, but it's still street. Absolutely. It's lyrical, but it's still digestible. It's still see, palatable. You see what you said? It's lyrical, right? Yeah. It's lyrical. Right. But we're, we're not grading him with everybody else. We're grading him on Big's level. Of course. So on Big's level of lyricism, where does this, this, this song stand? Oh, the bounce is crazy. The, the bounce is crazy. The bounce is the crazy. I can feel you with real millionaire no, shit. No, no. S car gold, my car gold, 160 swiftly. Wreck it by a new run. Your crew run, run, run. You come on, run, run. man. Right. Fuckers, we talk. We talk about Christopher, man. Absolutely, absolutely. But see, this but, shit is this but shit see, is effortless. Hold up, but you see what I'm saying? Now? This shit is. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. This you shit see? is effortless. See, now hold up. Now you know. You see how we, we talked about this first song and we were talking about I know you sick of this name brand nigga with flow girl say he's sweet like licorice so get with it nigga it's easy girlfriend his call me rounds come through have sex on rugs that's come up to your job hit you while you working well hold on stop 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 real niggas real real niggas whoever went to shorty job and hit while she was working I'm raising my hand I'm raising my hand. No, I'm not. Come on, man. I'm not, I'm not in this. Come on, find that corner office nobody in. You done? You Fuckers done? we talking about. How many flows did he have on done? the third verse? Are you done? Is he done? Are you done? That's the question. Are you done? He's not done. He's, he's just Wait, inspired. and you told him how I love Slick Rick. The chorus is Slick Rick inspired. Come on, man. That's puff. That's puff. Fuckers we doing here? You done? Okay. All right. So. <laughs> First song we were talking about, if the, we can take anything from this album, right? The best part of this album is his storytelling, right? Right. The intricacy of his lyricism, right? Right. You brought up his lyricism on this song. The first thing you said was his bounce. That's cosmetic. But this you saw, still... Hold up, hold up. I'm done. I'm not done. You started, you started painting it to the crowd. You got everybody bouncing. Because it's about the flow, right? It's the brilliance. It's the brilliance of how to make a single, a street record, a club record, all palatable without deviating from what your core audience still loves and right, respects that, about you. That's Big Papa. I'm not taking away anything from Big in this song. What I'm You saying, took away two points. What, what I'm saying, right, because, because what you just said about the balance of balancing the street, and, he did that already. That's what Big Papa is. Hypnotize can't fuck with Big Papa. 
It's a whole different. It's a no, whole different. No, it's, it's like really, we talked about the level really up, not. right? It's, it's really level not. Up. It's really not. One is actually more lyrical than the other. One, they both have bounce. They both are commercial. Which is better, Big Papa or Hypnotize? Oh, that's a question for the room. That's a question for you. That's a question for the room. Because okay, you running. Now you running. Here's something that we do a lot on Hard to Earn, right? We'll go into this whole dissecting of the shit, and then we'll still meet in the same place. Because I think it's a nine. Okay, I think it's a nine. I think it's a nine. I think it's a nine. As we proceed. As we proceed. As we proceed. With what we need. So we get to track four, three, three, third song, um, Kick in the Door. Yes. Crazy, right? Yeah. Um, shout to DJ Premier. Shout to um, B.I.G. And, and shout to whoever felt a way about this record. I mean, we've heard over the last years people say that these records were directly about them. For those that don't know, he was going at Nas. And I'll say this, I wonder if they hear. Somebody actually told me this at that time. It was like, yo, he's dissing Nas. And I was like, nah, I think you bugging. He was dissing a few people. Right, yes, but, yes, but, but specifically Nas, I was just like, I didn't, I didn't see it. I was what's, like, what's the nah. Nas What's the Nas line? The whole, he, the whole second verse is killing Nas. Oh, really? The whole second. I mean, and then Nas later on, um, Last Real Nigga Live, he says, yeah, I don't know about my Biggie Wars, who you think kicking the door was for, but that's my heart. Like, Nas felt, he understood. He was like, yeah, he, he, did, he did go at me. Um, but when somebody told me that, when somebody told me that, I, was, I had a hard time believing that. I didn't know it was true. Um, but this is where I feel like Big fully embraced that King in New York Absolutely. shit. He was like, yo, listen, everybody else that's rapping is cool. Homie from Queens is cool. My man from Brooklyn, he's cool. He's with me. But I run this shit. He was very much setting himself apart as the undisputed King of New York. What does Kick in the Door get, though, B? Oh, my goodness. Um... Kicking the door. Is there anything wrong with this song? <laughs> I mean, if you ask it's Nas, a, it's a, maybe. So the, the, it's, it's, a, it's a primo beat. It's an excellent primo Crazy. beat. Crazy. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom up, up, up. At participating McDonald's. Yeah, he sampled. He sampled. He uses Hitchcock. The sample is crazy. Hitchcock, and, he, and Big called himself the rap Alvin Hitchcock. That's that's crazy, and it goes on. He's a big slaying everything. They, there's no boss taking off. Not a line. Hook is crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was always wondering, like, who came up with the hook? Like, because it's, it's, it's something that Primo would cut up, right? So it right. could have been a collaboration. Right. This is a perfect collaboration between Primo. It's a, it's a ten for me, man. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a perfect ten. It's a ten. It's an absolute ten. Kicking the door is a ten. Yes. Yes. yes? Anybody disagree? Any Nas fans? Any brave hearts in here? I'm a Nas fan. I'm a Nas fan. This is where he took the sample from. Okay enough. Okay enough. I put a spell on you. Unbelievable. Crazy. Crazy. Because of mine. As we continue on celebrating 25 years of life after death, rest in peace to the notorious, glorious, we get into track, uh, track Ooh, five, fun. song four. I love this fucking, fucking song. Fucking you tonight. I love this fucking song. Fucking you tonight. I love this fucking song. Okay. Tell it's, the people, talk to them. You, now, you see you talking about the balance. Yo, Big is so smooth and so lyrical on this joint. It's crazy. He's, he's comedic. 
He's letting you know it. Like, he's straightforward, but it's still comedic. His references are wild. Second verse is my favorite. Again, what I love about Big, right? Like, this could easily, everybody, you know, at the time, rappers having, like, the chick song on the record was, was, was you know, it wasn't, you know, uncommon. Mm -hmm. But the way, he, the way he approaches this, he approaches it still from some Don shit. Like, look, I know I've been spending money on you. Right. A lot of Cristal, he gives right. you all, he gives you the specifics. Right, right. Right, Don P, the Cristal. I know you used to sweets at the Parker Meridian. Parker Meridian? Nobody was talking about the Parker Meridian in 97. Like, I had to look it up. <laughs> there was no Google, I had to do real work. I thought, what is the Parker Torrent. Meridian? I thought it was a park. <laughs> I was selling nickel bags at 97. Oh my so. God. Okay, I didn't know. So, so he, he takes, again, he keeps, he, he understands me, you know, going into this record, like, I'm not, this isn't give me the loot anymore. Right. I already got the money. Right. So I'm still even approaching women, I'm gonna, right. it's gonna be for some ball of shit. Right. But I'm gonna just say, like, tonight though, right. I'm leaving the money home. Right. You're gonna come through, hammer time. I think the craziest shit is that, you think about it, when you're trying to impress someone of the opposite sex, or same sex, depending on what you went to, Whatever um, you spend a lot of money when you don't have it because you're trying to impress them and you're trying to prove exactly, something. But exactly. it's much like how artists get free shit all the time, right? They got all the money in the world. They can buy whatever they want, but people just give them shit. It was kind of the same if you think about it. It's like, I don't even got to spend money to smash because you want to smash because I'm big. So I don't got a trick. We can do it in the back of the club. We can do it in the back of the car. Yeah, you know I can take you to a fancy hotel and maybe I will, but tonight... We're not on that. I'll talk about the versatility. Like this is the first track Woo! on the album where the versatility is shown a very stark because we got street shit, we got lyrical shit, we got the bounce that yes. you try front on. And now we get to the, the chick record, the club record, the party record, however you want to dub it, but the layers are still there. There's multiple flows per verse. The conversational verse, like you see, so still many talking. pockets, so many pockets. It's multiple flows you, per usually, verse, and this is what sets big apart. You usually don't get this many pockets in a in a in a commercial record. Yo, he's in going crazy. He's bugging. It's almost like every two bars, he's, he's changing. He's, yeah, he's, he's wilding. He's wilding. Um, this song also had a bridge, right? Uh, yeah. This was probably one of the last records of, in hip hop for a very long time that we actually went to a bridge, and for all intents and purposes, could have just been a straight R. Kelly record. You know what I mean? The tempo of the record, how he sounds on the chorus, how he does the bridge. It could have been a straight R&B record, but Big just comes in and masterfully gives us fucking you tonight. Um, also, Big and, Big and R. Kelly never miss, also. Everything they've done together has been... Oh, yeah, nah, they... I mean, as far as musical prowess goes, two of the best to ever do it. Two geniuses in the music shit. Yeah. Um, both, so are B, both are dead to me. B, talk to me, though. B talk was? to me. What's, what's, what's the number, though? This is perfection. This is a perfect. It's a perfect song. This is a perfect 10, ladies and gentlemen. I was, I was on the fence between a nine and a nine and Because a of R. Kelly? Um, no, not necessarily because of R. Kelly, but because for what this song is and where it represents in the space, I think he has records that are better done, done better. Wow, okay. But I love the record. I don't I love think the there's record. a note, a bar, anything flowed in this record, the Word track up. and all. But no. I got a 10, you got a nine. I got a nine. All right, next. Last Days. Featuring the locks. So here's something else that I love. Oh, my makes <laughs> Here's something else I love about this album in particular. Big is very much the star. He's a superstar, right? He's big rapper. 
um, Soul Records, has radio records, does all this shit, right? He's, we've seen him grow into a superstar from a kid right. from right up the block. I love the fact that he represents the bad boy label so much on this album. We got Carl Thomas, we got The Locks, we got 112, we got Puff, we got Mates. An artist of his caliber in that time didn't have to open up his platform uh, to his label mates, right. but he did on multiple records, and I really, really loved that. I, I chose correctly. I, I, I want to get into these verses because yeah. we got to talk about yeah. who took who took the gold, who right took the, the bronze, right? Who took the silver? I mean, I, I thought the question was who took it, big or kiss. That's the question. Who took it, big that's or kiss? The, that's the is, question. Is, is, is might might that's be the, the question. That's the question. What's the answer, though? I used to get caught up in the way Paul Jada comes in, <laughs> right? Like he come, it's crazy. Like, you, like, you, like, wait, what? Like when you manipulate the beat, the beat right? They, they, when you manipulate the they, beat to go with your flow, first of all, it's an automatic like a leg up. First off, I mean, Pause. I think a lot of cats also forget who produced this beat. Okay, look at all right. No, we got real, we got real hard. There's a real nerd rap nerd community here. And I want to get into that in a minute too, because but that's the whole point. I want to get into this the production part of this. But um, do we have it dropped that the way um, um, Jada came in? You so you kind of get caught up in that, right? But if you sit with Jada's entire verse and then sit with Big's entire verse, I think it still goes to Big. For sure. For sure. I feel like, yeah, there's certain things like there's accents, right? There's like jewelry you can put on to dress shit up or you can, you know, a lady might put on a, a different bag or a different look to dress it up, right? But when you really break it down, big ball for ball, line for line yeah. has the better verse. But Kiss sounds amazing. Yeah. And, and big is big, right? Huh. If you a head, you know the locks. Mm -hmm. If you listen to mixtapes, you know the locks. Mm -hmm. But for a lot, a vast majority of the people who is just casual fans or listeners, this is their introduction. Right. And just to be able to hold your own and, and, and dance with B.I. on the Young record. Dudes. To, be, to be rookies and get To not get wiped the fuck out, Word. basically, is, is commendable, commendable in itself. Commendable. But all I said, though, it still goes to the notorious glory. So it's big. Jada second? It's big kiss. Who's third and fourth? Sheik is... She, who's, who's third? Sheik's third? Not Styles. So Styles is last on this song? I got, I think I got, I think got I got... Third? I think I got Styles third as well. I, I got Sheik's third. I got, Sheik, got third. I got Sheik third? Sheik's verse is better than Styles verse, in my opinion. My interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. It's crazy. <laughs> play it. Oh, play it. I ain't got it. Huh? We gotta move on, ladies. We ain't got it. <laughs> we ain't got. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, and and you know what I love to say about this record too is that the locks are still here, 25 years later, yeah. still killing shit. Jada Kiss right. is still as sharp as ever. Which Styles is still as amazing which, as ever. Which goes she to the is still doing a hundred push-ups and clip as ever. You know what I mean? Like they all still here, they all still doing magnificent which and making goes, incredible music. Which goes to the you just show you the that big still lives, right? Big For is sure. still here. Like they, they sure. got put on because of big. But I want to uh, one last point though, to something that people don't really realize with this album, right? Big was super competitive. It's super strategic. So big looked at all of his competitors, right? And he was like, I'm gonna most of his competitors were rocking with one producer. Mm -hmm. Raekwon came out with the purple tape, right? Two years before this. He was rocking with just RZA. Mm -hmm. Mob Deep, right? Prodigy's killing it, right? But he got half. 
Um, you got Nas was rocking with Trackmaster on the second album, right? So all these guys are rocking with the same producer. So what Big said is, cool, I'm a, I got the hitmen, then I'm gonna take y'all producers too. And get busy. Got Have, got Primo, right, Gangstar, got RZA, got, like, and got busy. Got busy. Crazy. Tell me. What, uh, when is, when is last day's rate for you? Come on, B, talk to me. It's a, it's a nine. It's a nine? It's a nine. 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 It's a nine, goddammit. It's a nine. Love the dough. Now, we talked about the competition. We Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Talked about Big and Jay yeah. together. Now, now y'all want to pay attention for this one. This is, we got Jay-Z and Biggie, right? Jay-Z still, he had re reasonable doubts out. But he's still a puppy in the game. First off, Jay got big on this. No. Absolutely. And you, your, know what, you know state what? State your case, gangster. State and, your and, case. And this is what I'm talking about, right? Because Biggs, Biggs got the bounce. Yo, Jay takes different perspectives. He gives you perspectives of the baller, then, then switches shoes and gives you perspective of the, of the, the, the onlooker. But you got to listen to the lyrics. First, all right. And he's the most disrespectful on this song. He's the most disrespectful on this song. Y'all at home talking, screaming the fights on. I'm in the 1500 seats watching Tyson. Same night, same, night, same, same fight. fight. One of us cats ain't playing right. I'll, I'll let, let you, you tell it. People place yourselves in the shoes of two felons and tell me you won't fall every chance. So, so here's, here's my perspective on Come it on. because Come on. it's such. When you really, you really gotta break this shit down line for line, line bounce for bounce, for flow line. for flow, verse for first, verse, because it gets so intense. My personal opinion is that Jay-Z got the first half of the record, Big got the second half of the record. So it's a tie. So it's a tie. That man said, we hit makers with acres, roll shakers, that's the dice. In Vegas, where you gamble, uh, we hit makers with acres, roll shakers in Vegas. You can't break us. You can't break us. You can't head crack me. Lost chips on Lakers. Gassed off Shaq. I want you to catch the double one tundra. Lost chips on Lakers. Gassed off Shaq. What was Shaq's alias back then? The Diesel. What is gas? D Stop playing with Christopher. That's my part. Hold up, hold up, hold up. But wait, hold but up. wait, but wait, because you said, yo, but the bounce is cosmetics, is no got, bars. I got lines, too. That's all bars. I got lines, too. That's all bars. I got lines, too. That's all bars. And then let me tell you, let me say how he said it. We hit makers with acres, roll shakers, you and bakers. You, you can't cake, lost chips off Lakers, gas off shack. Like, he gave you the bounce. He gave you the lines. He kept going crazy on it, man. I think the probably the illest line on the whole record is niggas skip bold like we matadors like what the fuck big says you ain't phasing the amazing while your guns are raising i'm already fucking shooting that's not crazy bro what are you talking that's not crazy that's not a quotable that's not crazy that's not a quotable i, I just said he skipped the Yo, ball like a matador you came with blazing amazing you came with blazing amazing after i said skip bold Man. like a matador
He's letting you know that you are so ill prepared that when you start I got it, to draw understood, and get ready it wasn't for the war, I'm deep. already it. shooting. It wasn't deep. I got it. It wasn't, it deep. wasn't deep. It wasn't deep at all. Lost chips. Amazing raising, guns are blazing. That's not deep. What do you give this song? You went crazy. What do I give this song? Let me go back to the other half of the notes. Uh, I gave it a nine. Same. The next song is What's Beef? Sheesh. Wow. Let's start with the perfection, right? The hook is perfect. Like, Big's, Big's hook. Can we talk about Big's ability to write hooks, man? Like, come on. Like, seriously. Radio records, street records, stories, murder plots. The hook is always phenomenal. For sure. Like, what's... When it's a ICU? Come on, man. Crazy. How you, how you put that together? Beef is when you make your enemies start your cheeks. <laughs> Chill, bro. Yo, that's a wild bar. Your mother's not safe in the streets. Come beef on. is when your moms ain't safe up in these streets. Beef, beef is, is when, when I see you guaranteed to be an ICU. That's the intensive care unit. People. I just want y'all to understand. That's, that's writing. That's fucking writing. Look, I don't really have much to say about this song. It's fucking great. He's talking reckless. He even got he, he even he got very graphic at the end, which was surprising. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, we have, you have a favorite line in this record? You have a favorite line? Favorite line in this record. Uh, let's see what I got here. Oh, yeah, I do, actually. Um, I love the number one with a booyaka. <laughs> Give me the Remy and the chronic, ain't no telling what I do. I love that line because the thing about Big was that he found a way to say the simplest shit, but much iller, right? Right. Like, so for those who are into the music business, you know if you was number one with a bullet on the billboard chart, your record Talk shot up, Talk right? It's the number one it. with a bullet. That's what, it, that's what the phrase, the terminology right. is. He didn't say number one with a bullet. He could have easily said that. Right, right. But he, he, he changed bullet into a booyaka. Right. Which is just the way we would say it in the street in Brooklyn. So he just made it, he just made it iller. Like, right. I right. think the average rapper would have said, yo, my shit is number one with a bullet. Right, right, Because right. I pull it. You know what I mean? But Big just took that extra step to make the line, to make the line, to make the line, Ella, that was a terrible a, yo, <laughs> What, what rapper is that? Yo. Niggas was rapping like that, though. I think my favorite line is when he's, like, giving you a, 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 like a one-way ticket to Lucifer. Mm -hmm. First name Christopher. Christopher. Watch me set it off like Vivica. Yeah. Come on, bro. He's crazy. Like, and I'm, 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 I'm the devil. I'm your worst nightmare. Right, right. Also, um, I love the nod to Bismarcky. For those that don't know, you know, ha, 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 check out this bizarre rapper style. You set it off like that. The B-I-Z was originally a Bismarcky. He set off, he set, he set it off with the nod. Stylistically, yeah, or some just MC shit. With the nod to Bismarcky, which was a crazy. Super hip hop. What is it land for you? It's a nine and a half for me. It's a nine and a half? Nine and a half for me. It's not a 10 for me. Very solid. It's not a 10 Where does it lose that half a point? I thought the last verse lost a little bit of steam. Um, There'll be nothing but smooth sailing. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't it for me. That wasn't it for it you. It wasn't it for me. Tough talk for you. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. It went I mean, it was. It was very playful. But again, like my man said, on a life, life after death scale, with the shit that's about to come up. Right. Right. 
Yeah, it's not a 10. Yeah, yeah. I gave it a nine and a half as well. Look at that. Look at that. As we continue on. See, sometimes we don't want to fight Look and at argue that. over sometimes. everything. Sometimes. Um, again, right, as we're talking about hip-hop shit, the B.I.G. interlude is the nod to PSK, right, which I love. Mm-hmm. And which was ill about that to me was Big was using his, opportun- using his opportunity to put people on to other shit. He was so hip-hop. He was putting people on to other shit. Yeah. You were seeing how hip-hop he was, but also just like... A lot of people went back because a lot of people thought it was a big joint. You right. know, the big shit is crazy little interlude. And then you had to do the knowledge and learn that it was a Absolutely. PSK joint. Absolutely. And, you know, I just thought that that was really ill because it showed how hip hop big was right. and how he was never afraid to open up. In every album, he gives it up to the old school. Every For album. Sure. From the very sure. beginning of Ready to Die. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. All right. So we'll get into another single now. This is a very big record. Oh, um, oh, oh. oh. More Money, More Problems. Ooh. Featuring Mason Bethel and Diddy. Where does More Money, More Problems land for you? And you all. <clears throat> okay, it was crazy from the beginning. I didn't love this song at first. You didn't? First time I heard this record, I didn't love it. I heard a lot of people say that. Yeah. That's why I asked. Today, love this song. It aged extremely well. And even listening, I mean, even this, this week, like just going to like, Dissecting this joint. Forget the forget the Diana Ross sample. Forget that, right? We won't. Mace murks this shit. I mean, he opens the record up. That's I mean, that's really murks as, as you shit. get into like opening lines on songs that has to be mentioned. The precision precision in in, in Mace's verse is crazy. Puff is just different when Big's writing for him. Mm-hmm. Puff sounds great. The beat is, is jubilant. <laughs> jubilant. You know what I'm saying like. And then, and, then, and then Big comes on and just forget it. It's case closed, man. Um, but you talked about Mace's opening verse. Woo. I mean, he Woo. sets the record off Woo. with one of the greatest openings. Now, who hot? Who not? Tell me who rock? Who sell out in the store? You know what I'm saying? Like, just, but he keeps that stanza going. To who he keeps asking those questions? Like, impeccable, said, impeccable verse. Yeah, he, he sets the tone crazy. Uh, like you said, Puff sounds amazing. When Big is in his corner, when Big is writing for him, he delivers those records crazy. And then you get to the big verse. You know, like... Again, his breakdown, his bound. B I G P O P P A. No info for the D E A. Mad because I'm flagrant. Tap my cell and the phone in the basement. First of all, why you got mad phones, bro? First of all, well, I don't even think I had a house phone in. Like I, just. But how you wrong with so many acronyms like that? Like, nah, he was he just... was going crazy. He was going crazy. Triple beam, lyrical dream. I be that. Can't you see at all events, Ben? Gats and holsters, girls on shoulders, Playboy, I told you. Like, look at the way he break down that, that, that duality, right? Like, I'm the cat you see at all events bent. I got gats on me because I'm still Brooklyn, but I'm still big, so I got girls on shoulders. Um, I love the fact Playboy, that... Playboy, I told you. Did you realize it was a robbery in Big's verse? There's always a robbery in Big's verse. Wait, did yo, you his, realize... His radio singles, y'all don't even... Pe- yo, he robs every... Every song he's robbing somebody. Big said... Big step is all about stage. the jokes. Wait, wait, wait. He said, step on stage, the girls boo too much. I guess it's because you run with lame dudes too much. So when you... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're on stage, the girls boo because you run with lambs. Me lose my touch? Never that. However, however, if I did, it ain't no problem to get the gap. He's back to the gun, right? Wait, the robbery is about to take place. 
Where the true players at? <laughs> put, Throw your rollers in the, in the sky. sky. This is, wait, this is the setup. Watch how he sets you up. Talk it, talk. Break it down, talk. He made you Break it down, talk. He made you floors for who's a reason. The who's the idiots when they watch in the sky? Wait, wait, wait. He made you floors for a reason. Where the true players at? Throw your rollies in the sky. Wave them side to side. Now keep your hands high. That's, y'all didn't even realize the fucking jokes took place because the gag that he had on his side when the girl was on his shoulder came out when you put your rollie in the sky and now keep your hands high because that's what they tell you when it's a robbery. Put your hands up. Talk to him. Big is out of control. Big is nuts. Big is out of control. Hold on. That's a radio single. <laughs> That's a radio single. Your grandmom's like this record. It was a whole armed robbery took place in verse three. Um, where am I at? So here's where here's where really honestly I have trouble. Right? Go ahead. Is this a perfect ten note? Talk to me. This is the this is I the pro- I, I went I went back and forth because and I see some of my like hip hop purists in here. DJ Eclipse. I see some of my hip hop purists in here. A lot of purists and, in here. and I remember, I'm, 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 I'm pointing him out specifically. I just remember in this era when it got shiny, motherfuckers was mad. Motherfuckers was mad. They didn't like this shiny I was, shit. I was motherfuckers. Lord, Lord knows we didn't know what was to come. I was motherfuckers. We didn't like the shiny, glossy shit. We didn't like the prettied up sample. We wanted to hear the crackle on the record. But I was always the guy that appreciated both sides. And for as many as people that I was around and, and, and didn't fuck with uh, more money, more problems like that, I always loved it. I always thought it was a great record. Um, I love how they finesse the sample, like Kelly Price sounds amazing on it. Big sounds amazing on it. May sets it off crazy. Puff sounds good. There's absolutely nothing wrong with this record, in my opinion. Oh. I gave it a 10. Oh, wow. I did not. We, we, we assumed as much. I gave it a nine and a half. It's, a nine and a half. Yeah, I gave it a nine and a half. A nine and a half. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a fucking great record. Not man. far off. It's a great record. All right, let's continue on because they're giving me to wrap it up. They're giving me to move, keep it moving symbol. Um, where we at, B? Niggas bleed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Exactly. Violence. Ex- that's exactly Violence. how you're supposed to react. Woo! Jesus. <laughs> My nigga said it's a 30. Not 30 for 30. Yo, oh, ESPN. The attention to detail Bruh. on this record is nothing me? short Are of you, brilliant. This is fucking genius. B-I-G. There's not, there's not a detail left to the imagination. He give it to you, plain as day. Bruh, the character development in this song is stupid. Yo, having character development in a rap record is crazy in itself. Because Big is stupid. Nah, B. I need you to break it down. Oh my god. All right, you know what would trip me up again? Because he's lyrical, right? Hold on, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta really listen to this. First off, this is this is "Give Me the Loot" part two. This is the, this is the, not even part two. This is the evolution of "Give Me the Loot." Again, Big is now a dawn now. So the jokes are bigger, the guns are bigger, the plots are more intricate. The, heist. the stakes are higher. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole. So like the whole uh, uh, um, Ron with the black Yukons. Yo, then he gives he gives us his backstory. Right, bro. Like, why do I need to know when he listens to the Ron Isley? Mostly rock the Isley. What he does that? The other shit though. What, like, slow groups. The slow groups. Right. Right. 
But mostly, what does it have to do with? Mostly, what does that have to do with? This this juxta. He wants you to understand who this man is, Bruh. Yo, you talk about the character development on Ron. What about Gloria from, from Astoria? Astoria? I went to war with her. Peeps. He let you know that he had a history with this lady, you so that when she saw you him, you're skipping. You're skipping. Oh, because you were talking you're about characters. You're skipping. You were talking about you're characters. Skipping. You want to talk about Maxi Priest? Yo, sir. <laughs> like, sir. Why did Maxi Priest get it though? Why did he call money with the dreads, Maxi Priest? That's at the end. Shit like that, I love about him. Go, goes, in, goes into goes into these dudes' history. Slid his, slid his, um, slid his, uh, his, his sister's, um, boyfriend's throat. Right. Got, got caught with weed. Why do we tell he got caught with weed on him and the gang? He got arrested for the, the gun. Right. The weed is irrelevant. Guess what? With the trial, beat it. He beat it. Came home. Yo, bro. The Ill, one of the illest lines on this fucking song is, can't, got nothing to lose, tattooed around, around his, his gun, gun wounds. Everything to gain embedded in his brain. That's a different type of tattoo. Bro. Yeah, nah. Just showing you the, just showing you the, the fabric of this dude. That he go, like this, I, I, I handpicked this guy. Right. He's that nuts. He's that guy. He left town, came back speaking Spanish. Yo, how you learn a whole nother language? Whole like, nother language. What are you into, bro? He's in, he's, he's in, this, he's in the, he's, he's not into jail. Like, clearly. Right. Go ahead, bro. It's, it's shit like this, really. Like as as hip hop moves into the educational spaces and all of that. There's really gotta be a, a B.I.G. class. Like, the way that he weaved these stories together and Stupid. told these tales Ridiculous. and made these fucking cinematic, autobiographical, graphic novels yeah. on wax is crazy. It's crazy. Like, this record, this record is a whole course. It's a whole 13-week course. I don't want to dwell on this shit, but it's just so crazy. Please, I got kids to feed. I done seen you make niggas bleed. Nightmares this bitch don't need. She already know what type of time he's she on. She already know. I love, yo, that was like my favorite part of it. Like, as much as he gave us the detail about all this other shit, right. when it got to Gloria, who just happened to be right. at the hotel, right. who happened to know him from a past heist. The, the war. No, happened, they went to war with them. It wasn't heist. Right. Yeah, went to war with and, them. And happened to know how he gave it up. Yup. Was like, oh shit. It's about to go down. She spilled the beans immediately. Easy. Easy. This shit Easy. is too. It's too. Clean brilliant. up on aisle three. It's too brilliant. It's too brilliant. Yeah. Um, they wobble and Ron's, They're shooting everybody and Ron's laughing while the house, while the place is burning down. Why did he pass kerosene? Fuck it, it's flammable. It's unexplainable. Yo. He said flammable because it's actually flammable, but he had the rhyme unexplainable. Because he's brilliant. I love when you manipulate, you manipulate the English the, language. Let's you go. manipulate syllables, man. Let's go. Let's go. He's a shapeshifter. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what didn't shift, the rating on this record. It's always been a 10. <laughs> I think that's a 20. It's going to continue on. Looks like a 20 to me, nah, sir. It's, it's perfect. It is, it is absolutely amazing. The niggas bleed perfect 10. Um, so Buck Wild is here, ladies and gentlemen. Shout Woo! out to Buck Wild. Buck, where you, where you at, my brother? This is no, as the kids say, no cap whatsoever. I am not embellishing. Buck is one of my absolute favorite producers. I have the pleasure of being in the studio, listening to this dude. Beats that rappers we won't name have, did not pick that would, that would have changed their records. Like, this dude's phenomenal with it, seriously. Stupid motherfucker. And I feel like one of the unsung heroes, in my opinion. Oh, uh, well, man, I sing Buck. I'm just a rap Buck, fan, man. You know I sing Buck's more than, rap, more than a rap fan, Always. bro. You a more than a rap fan. I'm, I'm seriously a rap fan. Like, even for Big, I was a fan of rap, and he always told me, like, yo, you got some hill beats, but you ain't got nothing I can rock to. 
And he used to always say, like, yo, he would call me, like, every week, like, you got some new joints? And I was Big was calling you every week. Every week. That's amazing. You, have, you live a life. Yo, I, I look at it now because it's like the old ants machine I used to have. Like, remember the, t the ones with the tape? Still I got, don't because I didn't, got, but, I, I, but All right, it, I'm I, living by cat. I'm learning. I had an ants machine that had a cassette tape. Oh, you said the ants machine with the answer, tape. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What I'm I definitely. So even on this ants machine, I had the likes of like Rakim. I had Whoa. Big. I had Big L. It's like everything was like a who's who, with who would call, and it's like. Crazy. I didn't think of it then because I'm still a fan. Right. That's like the gangsta, the gangsta, the gangsta right. skit. Yeah. The I chill skit. So chill. now yeah, I yeah. can look back and I'm like, yo, why didn't I keep this tape? <laughs> I could have put that in the Guggenheim. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because that would be crazy. For sure, for like, sure. Like Big's last day he was here that Friday, like we spoke that day. Crazy. And it's like, I, you know, he called and the answer machine was off and he's like, yo, Buck, pick up the phone. And that's how I knew, because the, you know, the volume was on. Right. And I picked it up, and we kicked it for a while, you know, telling me various things before he left, and he was going to L.A., and he would be back, but he had to take a flight straight to Europe. He had a 30-city tour, 30 or 45, something like that. Wow. Wow. You know? It's a big void. You, you feel know? it. Like, when you listen to the music in 2022, you see how advanced he was. You see how ill he was. We talked about him being 23, 24 while he was recording and making these records. You think about the growth that would have happened. You think about the development that would have happened. It's just, I feel like, for no, like no pun, like sky was the limit for Big. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was unimaginable where he could go. Sky wasn't the limit. Mm. And it's like I'm gonna be honest, cause Facts. looking at it, Which, when, right? Clearly, right. When we hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. He mixed the song. We came in. It was me, Lord Finesse, and I think it was... Easy LP was there, Foxy Brown was there, mm. and he definitely was like, yo, I'm the greatest. Mm. Like, yo, let he me said just this. play you, he said it. Let me play I you I told some you, B, we said at the top of the con, like, he was very much cemented in, like, I'm the nigga. I'm, the, I'm that but, dude, but, I'm but, him. But Big Papa was you, not a marketing scheme. You understand, scheme. he was very competitive. Yeah. You're not getting on the record and you're gonna cut his ass. Mm. He's gonna listen, that's why he like rocking with Jigga. That's a sparring partner. Right, facts. You know what I'm saying? So when you talk about it, like, yo, these two cats from Brooklyn, two of the greatest, and Jay-Z is one of the, oh, man. It's like, it, it, ain't, it ain't really no touch of him. The only person Seriously? who sparred with Jay-Z and gave him rum was um, Big Al when they did Stretch and Barbito. Mm. Yes, classic. See, you, classic. classic. I look at Big, like, yo, it, him doing that one song right there is like the pinnacle because it's like, I never seen, you know, I don't make, I, I can't say I don't make singles like that, but um, when he constructed these rhymes and he laid this verse, to me, I was like, yo, this has got to be like the greatest verse ever in <laughs> All right, so hold up. So I need to know. Right. The idea. 
Did the beat come before the idea, or did he say, I have this idea, I need you to construct the beat The beat it? came before the idea, okay. and he heard it, and he was like, yo, I got an idea for it. He didn't say what the idea was. Really? I just know I came in, and, and I'm not going to lie. Big would just do vocals sometimes. He'd done a lot of vocals with D-Dot, and um, the song was done. He revocaled it, and then they did what, what they did do when they was there. They, he revocaled it, and he did all the talking at the end. Which is what supports, like, when you're seriously, doing a record, seriously, yeah. it, supports the, it supports it. And it's like, I have a problem now because a lot of younger dudes now, um, Large Professor calls it the funk talk. Like, when you get on a record mm -hmm. and when you summarize the record in the end, mm -hmm. you have to be able to do both so that way people get a feel of the record. Yeah. Without that, people don't feel your record. You just got rhymes and a beat. That's why your record don't last. I've never, I mean, that's, that's interesting that, I didn't even know it was a, a thing for, for Large Professor because I've never heard another MC create such an amazing um, body of work, right? And then fill in the, it's almost like a painting, right? Right. Like, it's like a, like a brilliant sketch and then he gives you some of the coloring at the end. Like, I've never heard anybody else do that, at least in that way. Yeah. Well, I think even for Big, man, he gotta be one of them dudes is like, the beat is nothing but a canvas for him and it's like, I can remember him doing ni niggas bleed, well, writing the niggas bleed in the um, midi room. Mm. And all the stuff that you hear in the beat to dress it up, mm. nothing's there. It's just a filtered loop, no drums, no strings, no nothing. And people sometimes, like when you hear the album, you don't understand the greatness. Right. And it's like a lot of kids and cats today, they don't understand what it really takes in the going to making records. You know, even in the 90s, we had a certain way we did things where it's like, you can pull your inspiration just from a drum loop. Remember, Milk D did um, Top Billing, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely, yeah. You don't need everything done with the bells and whistles. You just need an idea, and then the producer come and he'll right. build around it if right. he's a great producer. Actually producing the record. That was the genius yeah. of doing Life After Death because it's like, when he did the songs, it's like it was just like um, a canvas. And what made it dope was like he can paint this movie and you'll be like, wow, yo, his rhymes is crazy. Because right, yeah. Big would always come out and be like, yo, how's my rhyme? <laughs> and if you say, yo, it's cool, it's he's like, all right, I got to do it over again. When you heard Ready to Die, and I mean, when you heard Story to Tell, um, what was your first reaction? What was your first, like, what did you say? What did you think? How did you where, feel where, where, when you heard it? Where were you when you heard it? In the studio. He played it for you or like? He played it. Okay. He played it. He's like, yo, come mix your song. And I was like, yo, I wasn't there. He's like, yo, don't worry. He's like, yo, we did the vocals. Just come mix it. I got to. And it's like, I look, I listen. If I was on stage, I would have dropped the mic. <laughs> because that's how ill it was. Like, listen. Cool. And I'm like, yo. And, you know, Foxy was there. She's like, yo, Big, this is your best song ever. Crazy. Yeah, Absolutely. You, this is top five. You, you got to understand, like, even in that time, it's always a name thing with the producers and who does what that makes it. You feel it instantly. But songs have to last, they have to evolve, and it's like, fortunate for me, I've made a lot of productions where the songs evolve, and they last a long time, and people feel them. Like, right. look at Rob's song. Rob's song has been going strong, like it's a new record, like, the you young got, you, dudes be you like, gotta, You gotta be clear on them. Which, which Rob song, man? Um, Whoa. There we go, that's the, the classic Whoa. Yes, that's, you know? yes, exactly, yeah. I wanna ask you about the actual production. So how did the beat come together? What did you, you know what I'm saying? What did you do first? Was it the drums? Did you find the loop, the sample first? Or, you know, what was the thought process between the creation of making the actual beat? 
First, I had to sit in the house in the basement with just um, socks on. <laughs> Wait, what? What? With just socks on. I just had on, you know, sweatpants and socks. Oh, gotcha. That's okay. an important detail. In the story to tell, that's an important... Yeah, you know? Um, sweatpants and I changed the whole story for me. <laughs> he got a story to tell. And, and then, like what it is, I did the drum beat and it's like I chopped the drums the, to drums the way I stupid. like it. And after that, I just went through certain records till I found the correct sounds that I wanted on there. <clears throat> when I found that one, it's like I took that, it's like I added certain things with your nuances that are mm -hmm. undertones that you don't hear when you hear the record. I am, I hear them. And then um, the next step was I put it on a beat tape with like six or seven other beats and sent it to Big via C's. Mm. Mm. Shout to C's and Leo. Shout to C's. And then when Big called, he's like, yo, I got one, and it's like, mm -hmm. he told me what it was, but it wasn't this one. It was a beat that I had gave the locks, and I, know, I remember Jade and them telling me, like, yo, we want this. And, matter of fact, Joe did, the, did a song to it also. Wow. So, when I came to the studio, that's what I thought it would be, and it wasn't. So when he said, yo, you know, I got your song, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, this ain't what you picked. But I guess he listened to it and was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I don't care what you told, what I told you I picked, but I'm doing this right did he lay, Did he lay the, the other beat? Hmm? Did he lay the other beat? Nah, he couldn't. He didn't lay, okay. Last question, though, for you, Buck. Your, aside from I Got a Story to Tell, your absolute favorite song on Life After Death? Um... Gotta be probably niggas bleed. Mm. Like the um I'm mad at that. Yo, Buck, so what do you give uh what do you give story to tell? A 20. <laughs> As you should, y'all give it up for Buck Wow. As we continue on, Buck my So we up to notorious thugs featuring Bone Thugs and Harmony. Y'all fuck with this record, make some noise. Show of hands, make some noise. This record for me um really showed where Big was in the headspace of mastery, right? Right, mastery because this is what this wasn't an uh, easy flow for, for lack of a better term to catch, right? Not only was it not an easy flow, but it wasn't what we were doing here. No, this it wasn't was, no East Coast. He, he, shit. Went, he went there. It wasn't no Brooklyn shit. But Big wanting to make sure that he covered all aspects of the, of the conversation and tap into all the different regions and all the different parts and different flows. He did Bone Thug. He got Bone on the record and did Bone. Some say like, this is good as Bone. Or, 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 or dare you say better. Some say better. I think this was the record for me that was like, yeah, he's, he's, he's the greatest. Yeah. Cause I'm like, all right, like, okay, you can tell stories. You could do commercial records. Right. You could do radio records and still right. make it lyrical. Right. Right? I could do whatever I want. I could I could do the hardcore shit. I could do the fucking mixtape shit. Right. But now it's like, oh, I can also go to the Midwest, take what they do, and depending on who you ask, do it better. When we got to when Big gave us this is when I knew it was no question. Right. It was undeniable, it was no question. Right. He was quote, he was hands down the best. Right, right, right. right. Tell you like you told me, casual everything around me. Cut it, you know the bitch, you call yourself number that nigga with a bench. Doesn't it seem hard to you? 
game over. The versatility takes the most unexpected turn in the world. Um, Big shows you that he literally, literally can do any and everything. And this is what I was talking about, right? I made the joke about the whole cosmetic shit. It's the bop is the pockets are probably the best on the album. Had to be. Okay, pockets are best on the album. But then he's saying like, yo, he's making fun of himself. Like it's, it goes back to the whole um, if Faith had ten, if Faith had twins, she probably had two pockets, right? Like he throws another jab at Faith on this joint, man. Like it's and it's and it's self-deprecating. Like I mean. I think to I the breakdown, what, the, 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 what he's talking about, like the, the layers of topics on this one verse is crazy. For better or worse, yeah. I think this verse changed the trajectory of what hip hop was gonna do, especially coming from our region. Because Big made it okay and acceptable to do this, to bounce, to give us a different flow, to rhyme over different beats, to take a Brooklyn, hardcore Brooklyn, New Yorker, and do that Bone Thug Cleveland shit. Oh, are you saying that there wouldn't have been a Jiggy What without this song? Wouldn't have been a what? A Jiggy What without this song? You actually said that, and the I, people- I said, that, I said that, I said that. Um, what do you give Notorious Thugs, V? First off, I'm gonna say this one thing. We, we, we were so fascinated by this by Big's verse, I don't think we, we give enough credit to Bone Thugs on this. They get busy. I mean, but that's what no they do. No pun intended, no pun intended. They, they get busy, and this is not, this is sometimes like, when you do a great job all the time, it's expected of you. I expect Bone to get big on, I mean, I expect Bone to get busy on this record because it's a Bone record. They get busy and they get crazy, yeah, yeah exactly. And, and wish, possibly. Yeah, yeah. But for Big to do it yeah. is what makes it special because you're like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? This song gets, this song gets a nine for me. It's a nine for you? Yeah. I gave it a nine as well. Gave it a nine as well. It's crazy, changed the game. Made it okay for us to bounce. Versatility hits an all-time high. Um, one of the most brilliant verses on the album yes. to me. Delivery and content is Absolutely. crazy. All right, we, uh, we, we over halfway through. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss You, featuring 112. Um, another Diana Ross flip. Yeah, that's right. Talk to me about this record, thoughts. Um, again, it's Big has, Big has not let up. He's constantly showing you like I don't need to mail it in. Now the it's it, it's um I think about this thing I think about this song and I hear like the the, the puff single when he died right. It reminds me a little bit of that right. But it's like hold he kinda, on hold on hold on guys hold on guys ladies and gentlemen. I feel like he set the tone he set the tone for his posthumous single for Puff like the whole Miss You record right like he gives you like that feeling. But he also gives you amazing storytelling. Like he gives you these two stories, these two pitches, which weaves into this, like, you know, why he misses. Like, it's like, it could be an easy, a sappy record. It could be a soft record. And he still makes, he gives you reality, which gives him credibility and still makes it hardcore. But doesn't lose the emotion of it, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because we all lost people, right? And, it's, lose, and it's KG from Naughty by Nature. You lose people to jail, you lose people to death. You know what I'm saying? So like him telling the story, rest in peace to O. You know, he talked about his homegirl that got killed. It's just crazy um, the way he was able to break the whole story down. Yeah, yeah, it's ill. It's ill. I love the, um, his baby mother blames me and his brothers understand how the game would be. That was so real. Like, damn, he's gone. His baby mother, like, right. nigga, it's your fault. It's your fault. You had him in the game. And his brothers is like... His brothers was, was the shit too. Y'all was in the street. Yeah. That's how the game go. Yeah. Like, that shit is so real. Um, what did you give Missy? Give it a nine. Gave it a nine? Yeah. Solid. I actually gave it an eight and a half. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gave it an eight and a half. What, did, what didn't you like about this record? It's not about what I didn't like. Um, it's just not my favorite 
of what's there. Mm. Um, I love the storytelling. I mean, the beat was cool. It wasn't like the illest beat I ever yeah. heard in my life. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, was, it was simple. What it I liked simple. about the beat was I felt like it gave a reprieve from like the Hitman knock, like we were getting. Like everything was just so, you know, kind of like slamming us against the head from kicking the door, niggas bleed. It, like, it also is fucking just sad. It, but it's, it's emotional. Like right. again, like it kind of it was it was almost like a little like a breather. Like cause man, this is right after Bone after Notorious Thug, so right. which is like rock star shit. For sure, for you know, sure. So anyway, I, I thought it was, it's a, a great placement in the album. I heard a few people shouting out another. Another. Shout out to all the Lil' Kim fans in the building, another. all the Queen B fans. We got a, we got a, we got a battle of the sexes here on this record. Um, Big's girl cheated. Big's young lady cheated. Young lady cheated. Young lady cheated. Big cheated. Big cheated. Big cheated. <laughs> well, he got the first verse, so he told his story first. True. So, Big Young Lady cheated. Um, I mean, Kim is flawless on this record. Big Kim is absolutely, she floats, floats. Lyrically, delivery, tone, like she is flawless on this record, incredible. Right. I mean, Big is flawless on this record. He wrote Kim's verse. But this, 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 this. You are technically correct. <laughs> as, as a songwriter here in this chair, there's a difference between writing a verse and giving it to an artist and them knocking it out the fucking park, though. When you own it, when you embody it, when you drop into that character, is a lot to be said for that. Because there's tons of people who can get a rhyme written for them that couldn't deliver it with the vigor that Lil' Kim did, that couldn't make you feel every line. That's why the ladies in this room was like, you gotta play Kim you know, first! You are 100% you are correct. But you know what's harder? Than, than performing a verse that somebody wrote for you is to be a dude and write perfection for from a female's perspective. I mean, it's not really hard. P, she, it's not hard for me. The, first of all, the layers, right? He's talk, he goes through her emotions on the stand. She's, she's, she has to defend him on the stand and is thinking about him cheating. You know how hard that is? That's crazy. How you fathom that as a dude, as a 23-year-old? That's crazy. Nah, it's, it's, it's amazing. That's, it's, that's nuts. It's incredible. Um, B, what did you give enough? Feedback? Where's Ty? Ty. Am I feedback, feedback, one, two? I'm good? Okay, cool. Another, what do you give another? Um, I gave another eight and a half. Eight and a half, I gave it a nine. Okay. Gave it a nine, very, very dope record. Going back to Cali. Going back to Cali. Going back to Cali for me is super bittersweet for obvious reasons, right? Um, but when we talk about Big's willingness to do different things, to be a, a East Coast artist, to be a Brooklynite, and for him to give us that bone shit, and for him to give us West Coast shit, and for him to give us South shit, he really was showing you like there was nothing he couldn't do. Right. The, there was no beat he couldn't fuck with. There was, was no more. flow right. that he wouldn't dabble in right. and master. Like, so for as, for as bittersweet as going back to Cali is for me to listen to and knowing what transpired, right. it's also just fucking genius to hear how you put it together. I mean, I would, I would not call this record genius. I think it's genius. I'm talking about overall. I thought, I mean, it seemed, like Big wasn't, Puff was the marketing brain of right. this. Big never really rhymes from a marketing perspective, but I feel like this was probably one of those times. He knew he had to get back Cali because of what was going on with him and Tupac. I mean, he says it in the verse though, right? Right, right. But he asked oh. you in the verse, he oh, said, what's your plan? 
Is it the rock that try state almost gold for five Jesus show? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to see about seven digits? Fuck holes exquisite. Right. Cali, great place right. to visit. This was a. That this told you everything you needed to know. This was a money know. move. This was you a money can stay move. local and do your local shit and get about five Jesus show and almost go gold, or you could get about seven digits and go to Cali and fuck hoes exquisite. He let you know exactly what it was. He, he spelled it out for you as plain as day. Right. I don't want to be local, B. Absolutely. I'm a star. I'm a superstar. Oh, and I want to touch all these different regions. And was it my favorite record? And was it the joint that I went crazy over? No, but I understood why he did this record. And I think it was done well. Right. Which is where I, I have a, a difference of opinion when we get to World is Filled. Oh, yeah, yeah, buddy. yeah. But we'll you get there. So what did you, what did you give him? Don't you talk mad about Miss Jenkins. <laughs> what did you uh, what did you give going back to Cali? I gave it an eight. I gave it an eight and a half. Okay, cool. Eight and a half. You know what didn't get an eight and a half? Yes. This next we gotta get into this. We gotta get into Let's Tink go. Rack Commandments. Let's just go. a little bit. I mean, just the it's absurd to even have this song as a concept. What in your mind 19, makes you say 1997? You know what I wanna rap about? The Ten Commandments of Selling Crack. Like, there's a whole Say No to Drugs campaign going on at the time. Fam, there's rules to this crack selling shit. But I'm, I'm going to show you how to do it correctly. I'm going to show you how to do it efficiently, though. I'm going to give you ten steps to how to do this shit to the best of your ability. And I'm going to have Primo use Chuck D to emphasize my point. Yeah, nah. to say about 10 crack commandments is it not genius i mean the the, the scores in the, in the title right right it's the 20 it's the 20 for the 10 crack commandments here, here we go um absolute 10 perfect 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 record all right let's get to nasty boy he, he pause yeah i'm gonna say pause because i'm immature don't judge me i love this song you love Nasty Boy. I love Nasty Boy, man. And I didn't love it when it first came out because I was too young to appreciate it. Come on. I go, 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 On and on and on and Don't take them to the crib unless they boning. Uh, easy. Call them on the phone and Clap them Chanel cologne and I stay dressed to impress. Spark these bitches' interest. Sex is all I expect if they watch TV in the Lex. They know, they know, what a passport Left the club tipsy, say no more Except how I'm getting home tomorrow Caesar drop you off when he see his P.O. Back in my mind, I hope she's Bruh, you talking about pockets? Pocket crazy You see the shit you was talking about with Hypnotize? Right This song is better than Hypnotize Absolutely Okay, okay Absolutely This is what I'm talking about Absolutely This is what I'm talking about And it's not It's not a 10, but it's but it's. This song is better than Hypnotize the pockets. Pocket crazy. Didn't take any balls off. Not a ball. It's still on point. Like what he's saying is still it's still funny as hell. It's still descriptive. Tonto's racist, you know. He called the Tonto, that's racist. It's it's a shiny ass record, but big is so so in his bag. Brilliant record. Yes. Yeah, he he still give you everything you want from your favorite MC, even on the shiny record. Exactly. Um and then it's, again, these lines, right, that transcend the time and the culture. Ladies, my Mercedes, hold four in the back, three if you fat. You know what I'm saying? Like, hilarious. Like hilarious. It, I think it was two if you fat. It, two. Yeah, two. They like slimming down, but they're not all the way up. I love it. I love it. Um, what did you give it? 
Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. I gave it a nine. Gave it a nine. There you go. Sky's the limit. <laughs> Shouting out numbers. Sky's the limit. Come on, B. Sky's the limit is one of those songs I feel like is essential to a classic album, right? Because it's not, it's not, it may not be a top three song on the album, right? It may not be an absolute favorite of the album, but it's it, number one, it's, it's personal enough where it brings you closer to the, to the listener. It brings a brings a closer listener to you, brings a listener closer to you, mm -hmm. and then it also shows your diversity, right? Again, he's, there's bits of storytelling in this, right? He's giving you his past, right? He's giving he's, he's giving it up to the old school, like we talked about. There's just he gives up so much in this record, and it just sounds beautiful. If you if you just you could clean your crib to this record, and it, it works. You can listen to this record in your head, in your ears. It's How's everybody doing tonight? This fucking beat is beautiful. I like to welcome to the stage. Beautiful, like um but here's what i say about sky's the limit real talk i say it's aspirational and inspirational right. like it tells you where he wants to take it and where he's been able to take it but where it came from i was actually mad when they made this a single because the record was so personal to me yeah i didn't want it to be one of those records that was just out there that was playing a million times but when they did the video, um, it's, also, it's also right after he died too. Right. So it's super sad. But they it, had the I, kid playing him. I just I always loved this record so 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 much. So like when it became a video, it became a single. I was upset initially, but I loved the way that they did the video so much, and it brought me back in. And um, I realized like great music is for everybody. It's not just for you, Torrey. So don't try to hoard it to yourself. Um, but Sky's the Limit is a motherfucking ten. Motherfucking ten. It's a motherfucking ten. World, the world is filled. What's your problem, sir? <laughs> Tell me why you love the world is filled. Because Biggie's verse is absolute perfection. It absolutely is. And and on top of that, like I said earlier, is. like I said earlier, Puff is best when Big is writing for him. Puff for sure. sounds great on this song. He, he sounds good. Puff sounds great on this song. He, no, Big, Big, no, Big sounds great on this song. No, Big sounds perfect on this song. Puff sounds great on this song. He sounds good. How does how does Todd Shaw sound on this song? Whew. You motherfucker. Todd Shaw sounds better than he usually does. I'm gonna tell you that. If you listen, no, his, I, first of all, I fuck with I fuck with Todd's verse because his cosmetically he's not there with what I know you like, right? But when you listen to what he's saying, though, it's very much in line with what he's saying and reason why they got him on the record. It's a fucking great song all around. Beat is fucking crazy. Big is stupid on this shit, man. This record for me though feels targeted. It was like, targeted, like he was going for a specific region, and he had a song called "Going Back to Cali." Which right, he but unlike unlike going back to Cali, like I said earlier, this record felt like the attempt at it, whereas going back to Cali for me didn't. It's called "Going Back to Cali." I know the title, bro. I can read. I'm telling you how it felt. Like you to can't. Me. You can't have a bigger attempt than that. He didn't, call, he didn't say I'm going back to Oakland. You could call a fucking record anything. How does a record sound? This felt like we reaching to get this sound. We want to get this area. We know we got a tour here. Shit like that. That's just how it felt to me, bro. It didn't feel as natural and as organic as everything else. Even the Bone record that was clearly trying to get that audience, and even the Going Back to Cali record that was clearly trying to win back that audience, this record for me feels like an attempt at it. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Big's verse, from top to bottom, there's not a single bar that's not 
It's flawless. Magnificent. It's perfect. I don't even, I don't even, and he chooses to use these different pockets. Like, I don't understand, like, when the remedies in the system ain't no telling what I fucking want to listen. That's what they be. He I'm was dancing. I'm blood, not relay songs. He was dancing. I'm saying, like, he was, he was scatting. Like, bugging. And, and at the end, like, now my popularity grew. Now my popularity grew in each state. Now I got two in each state. Used to drink brew in each state. Then he just changes the fucking pattern. Now I pop bottles of models, largest states on largest. Come on! I have not. I have not a negative word to say about Christopher George Latour. So you give the song? I gave the overall song an eight and a half. Ooh. Ooh. Eight. Eight. It was, it's an eight. But Big is so great on it, I gave it an extra half. Ooh. I gave it an extra half. You gave it an eight and a half? Yeah. I gave this record a nine. Gave it a nine? Okay. All right, so now we, we rounding out the show and we okay. rounding out the album. Woo! Real talk, real talk, hold on, hold on. Let, me, let me get this off, let me get this off. This might be the greatest one, two, three punch to close that album ever. This might be the greatest might be three the great, song closing. The greatest closer ever. Like, you cannot close. And again, again, it was like, even, if you, even, if, even if you take, even if you consider, right, um, Sky's the Limit, right, which, is, which, we all love, which you all think is one of the favorite songs on the album. Sky's the Limit, Big's verse on World Is Yours, and then these three songs. Talk, talk, talk to me, man. I mean. Talk to me. So for all of us who was really outside back then, Ooh. you might remember the, the version of my downfall that leaked. Yes, absolutely. That didn't have DMC on it. Absolutely. That didn't have the harmonies on it yet. You might remember the raw version of my downfall, which when I heard that, I don't know what tape it was. I don't know who stole it, that. But when I heard that, my mind was blown. Um, when I heard the final album version, shout out to Six Brody and, yeah. and, and Nashi Merrick and Puff, um, when I heard the album version, when they put DMC on it, it just... But what about the song? What about the song? It was incredible. Why was it incredible, Tor? Because he dreamed filthy. He, he started the song off with... He dreamed dream filthy. filthy. My mom and, and pops mix mixed me with Jamaican rum and whiskey. Uh, what a setup. When they really made it a record, like before it was a demo, when they made a record out of it, it took me a minute to warm up to yeah. it. There's, but, just too, there's just too many lines on this run. It's just First too, of all, more going than Freeman. That's just still. That's crazy. Your old team in. Be more going than Freeman. Freeman. Big is nuts. Yeah, big anyway. is crazy. My downfall, what's the number? I have a 10 for the rest of these songs. Like, I didn't know if it lost any. It's a 30 for me. Just I, take my 30 for the rest oh, of Oh, it's not a 30 for me all the way through. Okay, good. 30. Favorite song? Amazing record. Um, long kiss, good night. Long Woo! kiss, long kiss, good night. Produced by the RZA. Lyrically, we already know what Big is gonna do. Right. Is this a perfect song? I, Beats and rhymes. Everything is. This is a twelve, man. Okay. This is a lyrical masterclass. What, what do you give it? What do you give it? What do you give it? I gave it. I gave it a nine. Okay. You give I it, gave it a nine. nine. Gave it a nine. I gave it a nine. Because what don't you like about this song? I really like the beat. You said what? I really like the beat. I don't love it. Wow, the beat? Yo, you know RZA, RZA mixed this shit and Puff couldn't Puff tried to mix it over and couldn't fucking figure this shit out. Of course you couldn't. 
That makes absolute perfect sense. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Last record, last record. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the last record of the night. Another joint I heard early before the album came out and leaked on you the mixtape. You said that, yeah. And boy, oh boy. When I heard, you're nobody till somebody kills you. And I broke down what that actually meant. My mind was blown once again. Like, wow, bro. And it's to this day. To this day, right? Like, I mean, Nip Nipsey got bigger after he got killed. I was literally just about to say, for as much as the real ones knew about Nip and yeah. rolled with Nip yeah. and yeah. listened to tapes right. and, and supported the movement, oh, it Soulja, wasn't Soulja until, Boy Slim, all it those wasn't dudes, until yeah. Nip passed Boy Slim. that everybody was on it and that that energy that was held in his body was able to transcend and go out into the world yeah, in a yeah. different type of way. Yeah. Not to say that he was nobody, because that's harsh, because that's not a literal term, but when you die, your legend grows. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Especially, and, and especially in the hood when you get murdered. Right. You actually, your, your rep becomes bigger when you get murdered. So, e, you, you got your mic queued up over there, Enough? One, two. Ladies and gentlemen, one, one more time, give, give it up for DJ Enough, make some noise. What's up, y'all? Um, as we get into your nobody till somebody kills you, outside of being Big's DJ for a number of years, and outside of being a heavy hitter and rocking city to city, state to state, around the world, and holding us down on Hot Nine forever, you also produced on this joint. Yeah, I definitely need yes, to know. Sir. I need to know the backstory behind your production on on this record. All right, so me and my partner Jiv. Jiv's not here. He lives in Texas now. Jiv is from Flatbush. I'm from Flatbush. And we made this record on East 39th Street and Glenwood Road. Wait, hold on, I gotta hear the story, God. And I was the producer guy who was always very anal with like making sure I titled samples and titled, you know, things like that in the MPC so we wouldn't lose our credit. My man Jeff found this from a Billy Preston sample and I heard it and I was like, yo, what's that? And it, he kept catching it from this part that went, doo doo, uh-huh. Now, if you guys knew Junior Mafia, Junior Mafia used to always say, like this call they had at whatever, and right. it sounded like the sample. Right. I, I used to drive in the car with Big, and he'd always be like, yo, what you got? Give me a mixtape. My job was to always provide music for the, like, the road and the tour. So if it wasn't my mixtape, it was anybody's mixtape. Ron G, Duwap, whoever had the hot mixtape out. Right. And so I, I was always just sneak my beat tapes inside the, in, in the car. Always hoping that Big would hear, you know, my shit. Right. So I was one of them guys who was just lucky enough and happy enough to be on the album. And to, to hear this dude's lyrics on my beat, I was like, holy shit. That's this crazy. is amazing. That's amazing. And I remember I listening to the lyrics every day like a fan. Like what Buck was saying earlier, how you a fan of this guy. Right. And hearing the music over and over again and listening to the lyrics, it's crazy, man. So, so shout out to my brother, Jeff Paz, who's my partner on this one. So when y'all was riding on the road trip, you just like press play on the low and just let the beat rock? Well, not, it, it, I mean, it happened like that, but that, a lot of times it would happen like that. But, you know, me and Jib would give cassettes to Little C's. Little C's was the guy who carried all the beats for Big. So high key C's a and R this album, because this is about the second, third Damn time man. Yeah. C's delivered the beat. Because C's would carry all the cassettes on him. Look, C's would carry all the weed, all the cassettes, I like, I like and all the everything, lighter, weed paper, right. blunts, right. Like whatever we needed to, to go to the next phase, C's had on him, physically. Crazy. Very important. 
Shout out to Caesar Leo. Shout out to Caesar Leo. And shout out to DJ Enough. Y'all clap it up, make some noise once My again. My man. If y'all didn't know. And I'm gonna play the original version that I came up with, and then the version that Puff redid with uh, Faith Evans and uh, Stevie, Derek, J, right? Stevie J. Yeah, yep. Stevie J. Time for two original shit. All right, this is the original sample, right? Gun testing, coke measuring, give the pleasure in the bandito. Hit the fannies, spending chips at Manny's. What you creeps got receipts? My peeps get dirty like creeps. Run up in your crib, wrap you in your polo sheets. Six up in your wig piece, looking for seats. Why? May you rest in peace with my sicker more style. More sicker than yours. Four four fifty four drawers. As my pilot, stares my lair. Yes, my dear, it's official. Only the fed by fear. Here's a tissue. Stop your blood clot crying. The kids, the dog, everybody dying. No lying. So don't you get suspicious. I'm big, dangerous, you're just a little vicious. As I leave my competition, restorative style. Climb the ladder to success, escalator style. Hold y'all, breath, I told y'all. Death controls y'all. Big don't fold y'all. Uh. I spit phrases that'll thrill you. You're nobody till somebody kills you. CB, I told you I heard the original version. I knew it was a. I, be I believe you. I knew it was a different I believed you. I wasn't version. down. I, knew I wasn't tripping. I believed you. I, I wasn't down. That's crazy. That's crazy. I actually wouldn't have fucked with that. If I'm rhyming over, I'm not touching that. That's crazy. I mean, you know Puff got Puff yeah, Daddy. You know, Puff got put that sizzle on it. Yeah, you know Puff got a Puff sure, Daddy. Sure. He sure did Puff Daddy. It. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what, what do you, what do you love uh, aside? I mean, obviously, right? The storytelling is impeccable. We've we've, we've touched touched on this a number of times. What specifically about about this record do you love? What makes it singular for you? This record because it just rings so true. Right. I mean, obviously, we get to the last verse and, you know, we talk about Dawson Domain and he, he builds that story up to like, damn, what the, you know, what I'm saying like we just been in those scenarios. But you're yeah. trying to talk, you're trying to describe somebody. Right. And it's like, so you know, Dawson Jermaine, you know, yeah. fucking lame. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, See we've had, though, it was so conversational. Yeah, like, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. a lot of the shit from Big was. I saw myself in those scenarios where I had already lived through those experiences. Right, right. So it just it was that much more real yeah. for me as we were having these conversations. And the, again, the attention to detail, man. You know, the champagne range, you know what I'm saying? Like Silly cat. What makes him silly, B? Because he, he wore suede in the rain. Silly, that's silly shit. Silly. Yo, nothing looks worse than if suede in the rain. <laughs> that's crazy. That's you mean crazy. that kid that almost lost half a brain over two bricks of cocaine? Of Getting his dick sucked by crackhead like Lorraine. Ooh, that's a terrible way. A fucking shame. Dukes and Lane, what's his name? Like, yeah, Big was just stupid. Out of and control. again, so poetic. He's telling a story, giving you all these details, and never taking off a bar. Yeah. It's all like stru structurally, it's crazy. So anyway. much like much like my downfall, because yeah. I had got introduced to this record with the original right. DJ Enough version. version right. Um, it took me a minute to grow into loving the album version. Me too. But it wasn't that much of a difference from a fan perspective. I'm sure as a producer, you were like, what the fuck did they do? Right. 
from a fan perspective, it wasn't that much of a difference for me. Right. So um, I, I, I grew to love it again, and just like the storytelling, the visual, the beat is crazy. Ten for me. I mean, you were right. I, I had close, my, close I had my the album on the ten. Three songs ago, so yeah. Close the album on the yeah. ten. Y'all agree? Y'all agree? Y'all feel that? You guys are good people. What's up? What's up? P. Frank. Where's the mic? Like, where's like? Can we get him the mic? Just you a couple questions. If we got some questions from the people. See what I mean? Check, check. Yo, don't ask me about too short, God. Uh, no, we never do that. Um, shout out to y'all though. Uh, I love what you guys are doing. You guys are taking the next generation of what we created in the 90s to another level. I wanted to ask you, um, James Baldwin, Tony Morrison, um, John Coltrane, mm -hmm. Biggie uh, mm -hmm. took the license of the black writers and took it to the hip hop shit, right? Mm -hmm. right. Yep, Where does Biggie rank as a writer of black culture? in the history of black popular music. Mm. That's why he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's absolutely one of the best. I mean, you can, I can, I'll put him against any Beatle. Like, lyrically, like, he was that good. He was that cinematic. He had that much, he had that many, he, he, he used the entire crayon box. You know, he, back in the days, you wanted the, you know, you wanted the big box of crayons, but the, all the colors, like, that's what, that's what Big was working with. And he, he used to wrap loops around his competition. You know, again, he used to give you details for the sport of it. We didn't need to know about Ron listening to the Ozzy Brothers. We didn't need to know what the color of the Rover was. That had nothing to do with the story, but it makes the story that more delicious. That's a writer. For sure, for sure. Like I said, I think his work, as, as we have so many of these artists now that are being studied in, in these different college courses and lectures and things of that nature, right. big definitely needs to be dissected and studied because his writing was so detailed and so intricate and so brilliant at 24 years old. We got two albums out of Big, yo. You think about the impact he made in those two albums. You look at the growth from his tone on this. I love it when you call like the Supercat record to Niggas Bleed. We got a chance to watch in real time the ascension, the growth, the development, and he was still going up. Like, you count the Junior Mafia album in there, you count the Kim album in there, these is all the steps, right? We watching Big Bro right before our eyes. Every he's year. getting exponentially better every, every year. go round. Every year. Every go round, he's, he's leveling up crazy. Right. What was the third album gonna be? What was Ooh. the fourth album gonna Ooh. be? Hold on, hold on, talk. We got, we, got, we got another question. I wanna make sure we, we respect the guests. We gonna take two more questions. Yeah, one more quick question. Um, so, my name is Jamal, I'm from Brooklyn. I live in Canarsie. Uh, can we talk a bit about Big and the experience of black trauma? Mm. So, what was it like? I'm from Brooklyn, so like I know what it was like growing up in New York City, hearing Big, I remember the Bed-Stuy Parade. I remember experiencing that. Right. But can we talk a bit about the Brooklyn experience and what it was like, the black trauma of growing up in Brooklyn and what that experience was like that produced the lyrics that we hear and the the trauma in the lyrics, can we can we like well, I mean, unfold I'm, that a bit? I'm a, that's a long conversation, which I don't have the sobriety to do right now. But <laughs> um, but what I'm gonna do is, and I, I didn't want to I didn't want to like end the album on a down note, but like right. downfall, long kiss, the lyrics and Puff's ad libs, I feel like led to the hit. Mm. 
And if you listen to Big's verse, I think he actually called out the Crips in one of, I think he called out the Crips in one of those songs too. So, you know, so, and then, so then to have those songs where they're talking major shit and like Puff is saying, you know who we talking to, right? right? Big's talking, Big's going at them, drilling them creatively, artistically, right? And then Puff's throwing the battery in his back, talking crazy, calling out dudes. Um, downfall, long kiss goodnight, they do that. And then, to do, do that, and then end the song with, and, and the album with, you're nobody till somebody kills you. I just like, it's like, it's almost prophetic, like he almost wrote his death. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing about, one thing about art and life is that those lines and those parallels cross a lot, they intersect a lot, right? And Big, being from right here in the neighborhood, saw so much shit in them 90s, in them late 80s. He was able to paint pictures for people who had never been here, who had never experienced this part of the black experience. But just like Compton, just like Ohio, just like, you know, Little Rock, Arkansas. Everywhere. It's all the same, right? So some of these things is going to resonate with everybody, no matter where you are in the world. It's just different. You know, y'all might do it. We do it on the subway. Y'all do it in low riders or what have you, right? Um, but Big, the, the, the brilliance of the way he was able to, I said it earlier in the conversation, be aspirational and inspirational. Right. He showed you literally and said, literally, I went from ashy to nasty to classy. This is the growth. This is the level up. Yeah. Um, he spoke to the black experience in so many different ways from the hustlers aspect, from wanting to do for his daughter, and, and feeling like his back was against the wall, there was dire straits for wanting to provide for his mother and be something. It's so much, and when you don't have a lot of opportunity, you figure out the best ways to make it happen for yourself. Like the American dream Absolutely. ain't even for everybody. We, everybody in this room know that. Right. These motherfuckers could sell booze and drugs up until they make their 100 million and then make it illegal and then put you in jail for 200 years for it and get free labor out of you, but that's another conversation for another night, right? But Big was able to give you that fucking black experience so real and so raw and so vivid and so detailed and so brilliant that it puts him in this class, in this tier of the greatest to ever do it. Right. 24 years old, 24 fam. 24 years old, mind you. 24 years old. 24. I didn't know my fucking ass from my elbow at 24. Let's be real. Big was gone. What up, Clep? Clep is here, Junior Mafia. What's going yeah, on, yeah. family? Bruh, bruh. My brothers, my brothers. First Clep off, fresh, fresh off the plane, too, yeah, and pulled yeah, up Shane, on you're us. Not, you're not to pull up for y'all. Love you, King. Again, so. Mind you, again, my man's big. <laughs> he ain't just here because of Big, by the way. He, suppo yeah, yeah, he yeah, supports yeah, yeah, us. Yeah. I, I, love, I love what you brothers is doing. Something, I forgot who asked the question about the writers. That was a dope question, but something that people got to remember, and you know this, E. Big then right. Then right. That's the part so that we got. He was gotta, a wizard. Yeah. He, no, right. Nah, that's nah, what, no, we can't. We can't overlook that part. Yo, yo, you give Big a beat. You give him a beat. He'll just sit down and like close his eyes and just be like, Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I, I, I witnessed it. You, you too. So many times. Yeah, yeah. He just sit down, smoke the weed. You know. You think you're like, what are you gonna go? And then that's you just genius. go in there and that's that's a all that, all like, that's that's a different heard, genius level right there. That boy didn't use a pen. No pen, no no paper. He just that was all in his head. He just he Crazy. just hit a beat, all in his head, and went for it. Crazy. Yeah, but thank thanks for this clap. Y'all made some man. noise for clap real quick. Junior thank Mafia, you, shout you, to the Mafia yeah. family. Thank you. All right, y'all, we got to wrap. Yo, thank y'all so much for being here. Please continue to support Hard to Earn, the podcast, the Vivo channel. Share it with your friends. Come out to our next event this summer. Uh, thank y'all so much. Love is love. <laughs>
If you want respect, you gotta earn it. Damn right! Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.